hustle where you went all in and you tried to master the market and you got spanked several times for 14 years. For 14 years. And paying several hundred thousand dollars of education. Why didn't you quit, my friend? That's a great question. So, you know, and I think a lot of now when I get like clients who come to me, they've got 20 years of experience, you know, of trying to beat the market, trying to be consistent. And so I think what it is, is I think none of us who have any success in life, um, you know, we know not in an arrogant way necessarily, but just we know that we're smart. We know that we can, you know, when we apply ourselves, we're going to succeed. And it just it's difficult for you to let go of this thing where like, I'm doing what I, what I believe I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to be smart about it. I'm being diligent. I'm disciplined, and yet I'm not getting the results that I that I believe I should. So it just you can't let that go. So you keep trying. You keep pushing. You keep persevering. And and that that was for me. Like I I'm not going to be a failure. I cannot fail. I have to see this through. And I got to redeem myself and redeem 14 years of embarrassing, you know. So something in you knew that there was a solution, and you just kept going for it. Uh, yeah, I was something in my gut said there's just there's no way there there has to be something and, and there was a day where actually something triggered and I decided to, to to basically go all in where I I actually stopped everything and went 100% focus and it got me to a place where I thought I had something and that day I got disappointed again and I almost punched my computer monitor. I was so boiling over because I thought I was, this was it, I, I was close. And I and I, I knew, I just, I exploded. And it was one of my rare moments. And when I have those, it's funny, what I typically do is I, for me to calm down, I just have to walk away and I generally just go, I take a drive down to the beach. And um, at the time I was living in, in uh, Southern California and I went to a place called Silver Strand Beach in Ventura County, it's a little uh, popular surfing point, but not very popular amongst like visitors. So it's not always very busy. Um, so it's a little bit secluded, but they have a nice concrete bench. You sit down, you can listen to, to the ocean waves, watch the ocean, watch the surfers. And that day, I, I counted 17 surfers. Don't ask me why I started counting, probably just to distract my mind from being boiled, boiled over. But I counted 17 surfers. And, and off to the left were two of the 17 that kind of sat off to the left side and, and didn't seem to be engaged in, in surfing many of the waves. And I thought, interesting, that, that they're probably looking at the 15 that, that seem to be the professionals who are experienced who just are taking wave after wave, a lot of crashing and burning, but then they, you know, they, get, they get some nice rides. But then about, a, about an hour, an hour and a half, I noticed an interesting pattern. The guys on the two guys on the, on the left, when they took a, a, a wave, they'd had a, they, they would have a really nice, smooth ride and they wouldn't crash and burn. And it hit me, I was like, oh my God, those two who weren't as active were actually the professionals and everyone else were the, were the amateurs. It was the other way around. So I realized they had to have some way of filtering out what waves were not likely to give them a good ride. And I, and I thought, oh my God. And that was literally my pivot point. I had an epiphany. I, dis I decided instead of going and looking for opportunities in the market that are likely to make me money. I thought, what would happen to my results if I started to look for opportunities that were not likely to lose money? And wow. everything changed from that perspective. That's that's that's, it. that's the distinction, my friends. Guys, if you listen to this, um, he just dropped a truth bomb on us. Um, so Roger Corey, I mean, he's being humble here, but this guy has an 80% plus, you know, consistency rate in his in his trades and the cool thing is 
it's fine if he can do it, but he's been able to teach others and um, he's created an academy. Uh, tell us about, tell us about one, what, what do you do nowadays and how you spend your time? And then two, um, how, how did you start empowering others to become better traders? So one of the, the interesting side effects of this is an abundance of time freedom. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not one of these things that requires you to be glued to your monitors, you know, getting bug eyed. It takes a very part time effort, 10 hours, 15 hours a week. Even if you go full time, you know, 15 hours a week is, is plenty. Uh, some people who want to rationalize, they want to be a little more busier. I always discourage going beyond 20 if someone's full time because your mind gets tired. It's a mental skill. So, you, you know, you really want to be focused and sharp. So 10 to 15 hours is, is a sweet spot, honestly. Um, and if and because of the consistency and you're not giving back money, you know how to keep it. Um, what's happening is that it, it allows you to actually compound with great effect. And so what happens is it's, you know, very reasonable to expect that in a very reasonable time frame, two, three, four years, depending on what a person's starting with, you can replicate a full-time income. So that starts to give you some. Um, so, so Roger, let me, let me just stop you there. Okay. Yeah. I have a cardiologist listening to this podcast right now, somewhere in the country. Uh -huh. He's making $500,000 a year. Are you saying that potentially with understanding markets, understanding the, the system and, and just really having the four C's, which you've talked about clarity, control, consistency, and confidence, he's able to replicate that $500,000 and work what, 10, 15 hours a week? Correct. Without, without the stress, without taking wow. big risks, without holding on to, to large negative downturns. You, it's just, I mean, our, our risk limit is a maximum of 2% or less of your entire brokerage account capital. So you're never risking more than 2% at a time per position. So there's, there's no real stress. 